0: Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. It is the 4th of August, and my title today is Running After What You Do Not Need. When I was in junior high, I think it was 8th grade, that time of life was pretty weird. As I was changing from a pre teenager and growing into my adolescence, I became very much obsessed with the way that I looked. I was wearing these Coke bottle glasses due to my myopia, I had curly hair, unlike any of the Beatles, and I struggled with a slight case of Tourette's. To try and look cool, one day I decided to take the curl out of my bangs by trying to iron my hair on an ironing board. (laughs) So I heated up the iron laid my long bangs on the ironing board, and proceeded to straighten out those curls. After only a few seconds, I rushed to the bathroom, and I was shocked at what I saw. My bangs were sticking straight out, and it looked like a shelf of hair coming out of the top of my head. Fortunately, a quick shower solved the problem. Another thing that I was obsessed about was having the right clothing. At that time, to have a London fog jacket was cool, but it had to be a yellow London fog. With all the things working against me, I believed that having the right jacket would help me fit in. Well, it didn't. So I love this passage where Jesus is teaching his Jewish listeners about things like this. And here is part of his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6. He says, quote, And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? He continues, so do not worry, saying, well, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. You know, when I tell addicts that they need to live one day at a time, it comes out of this passage that I'm going to read to you in a minute. Jesus is telling us to stop chasing after things as if they were essentials of life and stop making them our main priority. He tells us that our God, who clothes the grass of the field with splendor, and feeds the birds of the air with food then it certainly makes sense that he will provide us with the things that we need we can find ourselves worrying over the essentials he has promised to provide us as we're wasting time and diminishing what he really wants us to do and then jesus says this but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. End quote. Now, obviously, we need to eat and we need to properly clothe ourselves on a daily basis. That goes without saying. And Jesus tells us our Father knows that, and he will provide. However, when those things become our priority, something isn't right. We're striving after the wind to acquire things that in the end will all perish. So what sense does it make in light of eternity? How full does your closet need to be with clothing? That we only wear on a rare occasion, and it really could be given away to those who need clothing. God is going to take an inventory of our lives when we die and go to heaven. He will not be interested in the clothes that you wore, the car that you drove, or the house you lived in. He's going to examine your life to see if you were seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness with the years and the days that he's given you. Did you feel your schedule fretting about tomorrow and ignoring what he has for you today? Or did you have his kingdom and his righteousness anywhere on your things to do list? Perhaps our addictive behavior has developed because we're still thinking too often about our immediate needs and desires and not enough about what God has for us to do in this life for his kingdom and for his righteousness. If we are more about our kingdom and our success, then that leaves us searching for the wrong things. And this creates a a sense of stress and anxiety in us because as God's children, we know he needs to be Lord of all When currently, he may not be Lord at all. So, I ask believers who are addicted to porn this simple yet profound question. Is the will of God what you really want for your life? If it is, then you will want to be doing his will more than anything else. Why does God still have you alive in this world? If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Because he still has things he wants you to be doing. He wants us all to recover and to be helping others recover as well. Now, I'm not saying that we need to be devoting our entire life to our recovery and the recovery of others. I believe that's God's calling for me, at least at this point in my life. Yes, your wife, your family, your job, and your friends are all extremely important. But what if you treated your wife the way you treat God? How long would she be content with you not spending any time with her? I believe it's all about living a balanced life. With the priorities we have... Being like pieces of a pie instead of on a list. Because as life changes and as life happens, certain things need to become an immediate priority at that moment. Like when I had to leave work because my wife was taking my son to the hospital for stitches because he cut open his forehead. So I recommend you take a look at your schedule. And take a look at your finances to determine what your priorities really are. And if God is taking second place to Netflix, then maybe some rescheduling needs to take place. Let's make Jesus the Lord of our lives and the Lord of our recovery. This is John Doyle with the 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll talk again tomorrow. Take care. Goodbye.